Welcome to the Positively You podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Larson, and I'm passionate about helping you shift the way you think so you can create a life you're absolutely obsessed with. Each week, I'll be bringing you a guest or a thought that's going to help you feel more optimistic and equipped to take real action. Get ready to push past limiting beliefs, ditch that negativity, and start showing up as the best and most positive version of you. Girl, let's do this. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another amazing episode of the Positively You podcast. I'm Jessie, and thank you so much for pressing play today and for tuning in. Um, We are at the end of summer, the beginning of the start of a new school year, which that transition can bring up a lot of emotions and a lot of mixed emotions. You know, we're happy, but we're sad. We're looking back on the summer and hoping that we did enough. Spoiler alert, we all totally did enough. So don't let that worry you. Um, But as we are sending our kids back to school, right, we have so many hopes and dreams and worries and fears surrounding just the entire experience for our kids. And I love the episode that I recorded with my new friend, Courtney North. Her company is called Don't Fit In. And as soon as I found out about her company, I was like, what is this? I need to to know all of the things and know more about this because the idea of being yourself, liking who you are, being true to the truest, most authentic version of you is something that I am all about. And the fact that she does this and she runs this company with her son, spoiler alert, (laughs) is absolutely amazing. And I love the message so much of don't fit in and to embrace who you are, and I think as we're heading into a new school year and sending our kids back to school, that that is a message that they need and that we need. And so this conversation I had with Courtney was so good talking about that and talking about what we can do as moms and as parents to help our kids feel good in their skin and to not worry so much about making sure that they're fitting in, but that they're really embracing them and who they are. So... I'm going to stop blabbing about it. I'm going to get straight into the episode. Here is my interview with Courtney North, the co-founder of Don't Fit In. All right, welcome back to the show. Today I am joined by Courtney North, and I am very excited to talk to Courtney. She is the co-founder of a company called Don't Fit In, and the cool thing about this is her partner is actually her son, Um, and together they have a message that they want to help kids and families all across the entire globe. And Courtney, welcome to the show, and I'm dying to know what the message is that you and your son are so passionate about. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Um, Our company is really just to share um, the message of self-love. Our mission is actually to inspire others to continually grow and embrace their true authentic selves. So um, just really kind of connecting with who you are and loving that person um, is what we're trying to spread. I love that so much. And I think it's so interesting that as you become a mom, I, at least this has been true for me that 
there's so many things about learning to love yourself that you're like, oh my gosh, if I can make this trip a little easier for you, my child, like let's figure out a way to do that. I don't know if that's been a similar feeling for you, but for me all the way, like I'm like, listen, if you can stay you, I remember my daughter looking in the mirror one day and she was like, I like, she just started spouting off all these things she loved about herself. And I was like, please don't lose that. Please don't lose that. And like, my gut was like, she's going to lose that, you know? And so I love that you have this mission of empowering kids from the get go to not lose that. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. I, it's, it's definitely something that I make a priority in my home. So it's, I, I just think when you're little and you're, you, you don't really recognize other people and compare yourself to other people or have those feelings yet. And so I think it's really important to just kind of hone in on that with your kid and say, you know, this is what makes you, you, this is what's unique about you and you need to love that and own it. So, yeah, I love that so much. And I love the name of your company. Don't fit in. And I want to kind of rewind a little bit and ask you about, you said that you kind of went on this journey in your twenties of figuring out who you are and learning to love yourself. And I'd love to ask you more about how that journey went and what kind of that was like for you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I did grow up in Utah and, um, I, I think when I was younger, I just tried to kind of follow the mold of what everyone was doing around me. Um, and I really tried to impress my parents and tried to make them happy. Um, I don't think that I was really, um, ever able to kind of connect to myself and then kind of, I guess, fast forward, I got married at a really young age, um, got a house, got a dog. And I think at that point I, I really was able to sit with myself and be like, I don't even know who I am. And I, this wasn't what I wanted. This life was just not where I wanted to be. And I think I, I just spent so many years just almost like keeping up with everybody else and trying to be something that I wasn't. And so, um, I was really able to sit with myself and actually reflect on that and connect with who I was. Um, and I had to make some hard decisions, but then, um, I actually did end up getting a divorce and was even more hard on myself. I was very disappointed in myself because of that. And then, um, I lived alone and I really just kind of focused on, you know, what makes me, me, what do I love to do? What are my hobbies? Like, what do I want in this life? Um, and I spent a couple years kind of, um, really just building who I was and focusing on that and learning to love that person. I really, at the time, didn't have hardly any confidence in myself. And so it was a hard time for me, but it was really needed. So looking back, I'm so grateful that I went through that time. And then um, I had my son and like, I think everything just kind of changed for me when I was bringing up this little person and realizing like I needed to make a change for him. So he didn't feel that way that I did when I was in my mid twenties. I wish I had those tools when I was way younger. Yeah. And I think it's, it's interesting and it doesn't matter where you grow up because I think anywhere we're trying to fit in, you know, we want to fit in with the cool kids or we want to impress our parents or we mm-hmm. want to make sure that, you know, our community, whatever, like, I think it's a natural thing to want to fit in and kind of just go by this mold. And then, yeah, you get to an age where you're like, wait, hold on. What the heck? Who the heck am I? 
Yeah. And like, lucky for you, you did it in your twenties. Like there's a lot of people who get to 50, you know, and then buy like the Lamborghini because they don't know what the heck is going on in their head. Exactly. But, mm-hmm. Like, and so the fact that you're like, you know what, I did it in my twenties, but I don't even want that to be a thing anymore. Like, let's just grow up comfortable and confident in who you are and go from there. And that I like, I cannot get over how much I love don't fit in. And at first I was like, don't sit Thank still, you. don't fit in. Like, okay. And like the more I'm like sitting with it, I'm like, no, I love this so much. Hey, I'm taking a quick break from this episode so that I can tell you something incredibly important. The registration for my brand new course, Your Amazing Life is now open. Your Amazing Life will help you get clear on what is important to you, what you want your life to look like, and more importantly, how you want it to feel. Registration is open today and the live round starts August 30th. For more information on what it is, tune into my stories or head to jessielarson.com slash life to find out more and to get registered today. Okay, so yeah, I just, I really love that idea of don't fit in. As my kids are in elementary school and as they're like getting into fifth grade and third grade and they're really starting to you know, they're not just like the kids that are friends with everybody. They're not just going with the flow of everything. Like they're really starting to get to that point of like, oh, well, these people are doing this. Like, should I do that too? You know? And so this is really a pivotal age. I feel like for me as a mom of, okay, I got to help you. And it's like, what do I do? Like, how, how do I help you? And so I'm curious what you and Sawyer are doing and what that message is of, okay, don't fit in, but like, how, how are you encouraging him? And and what are some of the things that you're doing? So some of the things that, um, I do first of all is be an example. I think you have to be genuine about it. And I think that you, it has to come from a real place. And that's something that I'm still working on. I think working on yourself and your mental health and caring for yourself is priority for your child to know that that that's what they need to do. So I think that that is first and foremost is have it come from a genuine place. Don't, I've always been like, don't tell your kid to do something if you're not doing it yourself. And so that's number one for me. And then number two is constantly talk about it. Um, And, and by talking about it, I, I actually, every night I lay with my son for a little bit and we chat. That's kind of our chatting time to catch up. He's seven. So he's busy. He's social. Um, and then we can kind of catch up about the day and talk about his feelings about things. Um, and when things come up where he feels left out or whatever it might be, um, I just really try to talk him through it in a way that he, um, feels good about himself and feels comfortable with who he is. And then I also just point out some of the things that are really unique about him or what make him stand out and pinpoint that that's not um, something that you should be insecure about. That's something you should let shine Um, and and bring that forward all the time. We do do daily affirmations every single day. I think that it's important to, it might sound cheesy. I know some people are probably like, that's a cheesy thing to do, but I think it's so important for your children to learn to be positive. It's easy to say, be positive about the situation, but they don't know how all the time. And so if you can tell them to tell themselves nice things, um, I think it can really go a long way. Um, I think we all have those insecurities. We have that voice in our head that tells us, you know, we can't do things or we're awful at something or whatever it is. 
um, and kind of just giving them the tools to say, to tell that person in their head to be quiet and just to not um, tell them those things and not believe what that person says in their head. Yeah, for sure. And one of the things that I love that you mentioned is your number one tip is be that example first. It's so hard to, you know, don't do this and then, or do this. (laughs) As parents, I think that we are doing a good job, our generation of really like walking the walk and talking the talk. We're doing the work. Like mental health is something that we are talking about more moms and dads and, you know, people like we're going to therapy, we're doing affirmations, we're doing the work and showing our kids. It's not something that's like hush hush anymore. You know, Mm -hmm. like, did you know that so-and-so's in therapy? Like, it's not this like hush, hush, crazy sweep under the rug thing. And I think our kids are going to be better off for it because we are leading from that example. And so I love that that's something that you mention and bring up first and foremost is like, I'm going to do the work on me too. And then Mm -hmm. you mentioned affirmations. Yes. People get weirded out by affirmations all the time. (laughs) They're like, no, that's weird. I feel cheesy, whatever. Mm -hmm. I love them. I love them so much. My kids sometimes eye roll their eyes at me when I'm like in the car. I'm like, hey, roll, like do some morning affirmations. And they're like, mom, but I know it helps. Uh And if you don't want to call them affirmations, fine. Don't call it affirmation. Like call it a power statement or call it like, I don't know, call it something that makes you feel okay with it. But I Uh think that giving your kids that inner voice, because like you said, they have an inner critic. They have an inner voice that's going to tell them you know, you're not good enough or don't do that. That looks stupid or whatever. And it's like, we need to combat that every single day with something that's more positive of you are this, you can do this. You're a hard worker. You solve problems, like whatever it is. If they might think it's stupid, they might roll their eyes at you. But like, I don't know. I'm a huge, huge, huge believer in affirmation. So I love that that was also one of your things that you talked about. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I love positive affirmations. I just, I, I, one of those people that talked very negative, negatively about myself. And so, um, I mean, it's changed my life around. So I think it's really good that kids have a, the ability to do that from a young age so they can implement that earlier on. Yeah, for sure. All right. So one thing that I noticed when, um, I was reading through kind of the questionnaires that you sent over to me or the answers that you sent over to me. Um, and I love that this conversation is about teaching our kids, right? It's about empowering them to not fit in and to be their truest and authentic self and to have self-love. But you kept kind of going back to recognizing the importance of taking care of yourself. And I think that that is so important because, you know, we focus on our kids and we, as moms, we, you know, my life is my kids and all of these things. And we can get lost in that. And then we're not living as that example and taking that time to take care of yourself. And I know that that can be really hard. Mm -hmm. Um, so for you, what are some of the ways that you take care of yourself that your son is able to see and that you think is making a difference in the way that you're able to help him have self-love? Um, one of the biggest things for me actually is, uh, working out and, um, I actually never worked out (laughs) when I was a kid. Um, and I, I danced, so I was active in that way, but I didn't, after high school, I don't think I worked out for years. And I found that actually when I lived alone after my divorce and it was something just that helped me so much. It helped my anxiety. It helped me feel better about myself. It helped me feel strong. Um, I think it has nothing to do with the way I looked. It had everything to do with my mental state. Um, and I think that that 
is something I try to explain to my son, um, you know, about just being active and feeling strong and feeling empowered, um, that you can do these things. So I, I work out every single day. Um, another thing that I do is, um, I don't know if you're into this, but I'm really into like the Enneagrams and, um, the, yes, (laughs) (laughs) yes. I, I think that it's really important to, um, kind of get to know yourself on a different level and uh, not to say everything about an Enneagram or, um, whatever it might be is, is not entirely true, but I do think there's things that you can say, okay, yes, that's me. And that's something that I want to work on. Um, and so I think just kind of looking internally and, um, really getting to know yourself on a different level. I actually do that for my son too. Like, I, I don't know what Enneagram he is yet, but, um, I do, uh, his human design and his sign and stuff like that. And I just like love to learn more about who he is and how I can feed his soul. So that's kind of a big thing I think that I do for both myself and him. Um, and then I actually, I don't know if you've ever tried this. Have you ever tried Reiki? I have not, but I have wanted to so bad. So tell me. (laughs) You should. Um, I just think I've been to two people and they've both said the same thing to me. And one of the main things that they said to me was that I need to disconnect spirituality with religion. And I think that that's a huge thing for me because I did grow up, grow up in a religious environment and I never connected with it very well. And so I think I have, I didn't ever have the ability to be like spiritual because I think I connected it in a negative way. Um, and that's something that I've been working on. So, um, they just really told me things that connected with me so much that like, I didn't even know they just related in the right way that I was like, yes, that's like, that's what I need to do and what I need to focus on. And both experiences were so magical. It was just really cool to kind of hear a different perspective, perspective from someone and allow me to really reflect on myself. And so that's it. I don't know if people are always into that, but I love it. I love it so much. Yeah, I love it so much. And like the more and more you're talking, I'm like, oh my gosh, we are so similar. We have a lot of things. I'm obsessed with the Enneagram. Um, Reading that book, I read a book, it was called The Road Back to You. And it kind of dives into like all the different types. And just like you said, like learning more about yourself and whether it's the Enneagram or whatever different things that you can do, I think that learning more about yourself and diving in and opening up is huge because for me, as soon as like I read something, I was like, did they write this about me? Like it felt like someone had like tore open like my heart Mm -hmm. and like knew everything. I was like, how did they know all of this? And it was really cool to kind of then dive in more and be like, oh, this is why I do this or this is this. And so I think that, yeah, like being open to self-discovery and learning and having that be like a positive thing that you're doing for yourself and then teaching your son to do is amazing. Something that I have thought a lot about is just being curious, being curious about yourself, being curious about the world around you and the people around you. And I think that if you can approach anything with a, with an idea of curiosity, that you're just going to come away with more growth because you're asking Mm -hmm. questions, you're not being judgmental about it. And that gives you room to grow and it gives you room to allow other people to grow as well. And I think that's going to be one of the best ways. And that seems to be something that, that you're talking about. I'm, I'm hearing that word come up for me a lot of curiosity and learning Mm -hmm. and growing and evolving. And that's actually something that you mentioned, wow, mentioned is, um, 
a question that you ask yourself is if you're revolving or evolving. And I'm curious what you mean by revolving and, and when you ask yourself those questions. So I say this to myself a lot. It's, um, I don't know what it is. It's just something that really helps me. It's, are you evolving or are you revolving? And I, there are moments in my life where I am going in a circle and I'm not growing and I'm not, um, you know, I'm not getting better. And it's like you kind of, your life can come to a standstill and you can be comfortable, but it's also, I, I think that there's always so much room to grow. There's so much more you can learn. And it's kind of our tagline with, um, our company is don't sit still, don't fit in. And that's a lot of the meaning behind that for me is don't ever stop growing. Don't ever stop learning about who you are. Don't ever stop like taking one step forward, even if it's small. Um, I just don't think you should get comfortable and do nothing. And that's just kind of the way I look at life. I just feel like you should be evolving in some way. Um, you should be researching things, learning things, um, learning about yourself, going to therapy, whatever it is, um, just trying to improve and taking a step forward. I feel like that can do so much for your mental health too, because even if it's the tiniest growth, it can be something that can uplift you in so many ways in your life. So, and it can be a good example to other people too. Yeah, exactly. And speaking of that, okay. So you took this, not just as a self-discovery in your twenties and then you're like, okay, I'm good. And then you have a kid and you're like, okay, I'm going to teach him and make sure. And then we're good. You're like, actually me and my child are going to team up and we're going to take this out and go bigger and better. And so I'm curious when, like, how was the decision to start a company with your kid and how has that been? And like, I think that's the coolest thing in the world because so many times we let, you know, the, the title and the role of motherhood kind of stop us from doing big things like that. And you're like, rather than that, let's just do this together. <laughs> and I love that. And I'm curious, like how that's gone for you. So first of all, he is like my best friend. I do everything with him. And so in, in some ways, like, um, my life revolves around him, but I also want to teach him and learn from him too. And he is so creative, so funny. Um, just the, just the biggest personality. And so, um, actually in, this has always been a priority in our home and something we've always talked about, but in 2020, we kind of, um, every night I would go to bed and we would talk about like, children struggling, um, in isolation, um, just the pressures of social media, like mental health disorders were on the rise and just kind of the pressures of society in general. We, I, I talked to him about that. I'm, I'm very open with him. I talked to him about, you know, what's going on in the world and all of that. And he, it was just so cool because it came full circle of the stuff that I taught him and talked to him about. He was like, how can we share that with the world? And how can we help kids? And he always has a caring personality. He's always cared about others. So he would always say, um, you know, how can we help someone else or what can we do? He's always thinking about other people. So we just talked about it. And, and at first I never took it seriously, but I started to write down stuff that he said in my notes app after I, he fell asleep and I would write it all down. And then, um, we talked about it and then it just kind of came, we came up with the tagline, we came up with the mission and it just all just fell into place. So it was really cool how it happened, but it, I, I get teary talking about it, but he just, 
it was so cool that it came full circle from my example and now he wants to show it to the world. So I love that. And I can see that emotion on you. And that's like, I love it so much. And it's like a full circle moment for you as a mom to have that, um, have your kid just kind of like embrace that and go for something really, really big. So what a special like journey and partnership that you guys get to have together. And, you know, you said start small and make a small difference, but I think the two of you are going to make some definite waves in this world. So Um, another big wave that you're making that I'm very excited about is a children's book. Um, I've had the opportunity to interview a couple different authors, um, like first time authors on this show. And it's always so fun to hear about their book and how that came to be. Um, so would you like to tell me a little bit about your children's book that is coming out? Yes. So our, my book is called, um, Beans and Peace Find Their Happy Place. And, our brand, our entire brand is based off of aliens. So what more perfect <laughs> scenario than it to be about aliens, but it is about an alien named beans and his pet peace. And they basically feel like they don't belong on the planet that they live on and travel the solar system to figure out where they belong. And it's only, they just end up finding out they were where they were supposed to be all along and they learn to love and accept their differences So it's kind of a story that supports self-love, self-acceptance, being different and being confident in that. And so it was a really, really fun story. Um, This kind of all just stemmed off of the brand. So everything was kind of happening at once. And I started writing the book in the midst of us launching everything with the brand. So yeah. Yeah, of course. Like global pandemic, launching a brand, let's throw a book in there too. Exactly. Yeah. I love it though. That's like how life works. It never is, you know, according to a plan or like an easy, smooth process. Like it just, you got to go with your gut and with the flow of things. And I love, I just love what you and Sawyer are putting out into the world so much. And I don't know if you've been following along at all this summer, but my big theme for this summer has been ditching your comfort zone Mm -hmm. and the good that comes out of that, not just for yourself, but for the entire world. And it's one of my favorite things about this show that I get to interview people is doing amazing things in this world, making it a more positive place and empowering every single one of us to be a more positive version of ourselves and also put that out into the world. And that's something that you and Sawyer are doing. And I'm so excited for what you guys are up to and to continue to do. If this was just the very beginning for you, like, holy cow, I cannot wait. So (laughs) thank you for coming on and for talking. Um, Where can our listeners go to be able to find more about you and Sawyer and Don't Fit In? So our website is don'tfitin.co. And, um, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at don'tfitin.co as well. And then our book is linked directly from our website and you can shop all of our clothing, um, and everything on there. Awesome. And everything is linked in the show notes as well. And Courtney, I just, again, thank you so much for having some time today to talk to me. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for hanging out with me again today. I'm so glad you pressed play. If you want to take a quick second to share this episode with someone you think would love it too, that would be amazing. If you're loving the show, make sure you go and leave a review on iTunes. Reviews are like magic for podcasts and your review will help get this show into the ears of more amazing women just like you. 
and come find me over on Instagram. I'm there at positively.jessie and I cannot wait to hang out with you some more. So until next time, have an amazing week.